Welcome to the Living Artist Podcast. I'm your host, Preston M. Smith. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Living Artist Podcast. I'm Preston M. Smith at PMS Artwork Everywhere on Internet Land and Socials. I want to thank you for landing on this podcast. Whether you're a professional artist, just getting started in the art world, a collector of art, or just consider yourself a creative person, this podcast has something for you. I like to think of it as a fun way to rant and talk to other creative people about living the life of an artist, surviving and getting ahead in the art world, and enjoying your life. But most importantly, not waiting until you're dead to make it happen. All right, let's get started. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everyone. My name is Ariel Cohen. I am an artist and child, adolescent, and family therapist in the San Fernando Valley of Los Angeles. And I'm tuning in with you today to talk about something that I find very important. And I think that the Living Artist podcast listeners are going to find interesting as well. So I just want to start by uh, giving a quick shout out to Preston for having me on the pod and to the Living Artist, which I find incredibly inspiring, as well as you, the listeners, uh, for having me. So thanks for that, for having me in your ears. I want to start by talking about something that I recently found out that I didn't know. Um, I was taking a three-month intensive art workshop with one of my mentors, Christine Shoemaker, and she recommended a book to us called Art Slash Work. Some of you may have heard about it. It's essentially a book how-to about all the various facets of the art world that artists might not know about. And there was a section that talked about artists and day jobs. And something that I didn't know is that there are many art working artists out in the world today who maintain a day job for various reasons. I happen to be one of those artists, and yet in some ways I still felt very isolated by the fact that I had reasons that I had to keep my day job that I'll talk about in a little bit. Um, but it was really comforting to me to hear that there's a lot of value in having a day job and that there's reasons why artists end up keeping it and that it doesn't make you any less of an artist. So I'm here to share that story and to talk a little bit about that. So let me first tell you a little bit about myself and about my background. I came to the art world late. I always made art as a kid, and it was something that I found very important. And as I was growing up and I went to college, I continued to create in various ways, whether it was through music or through fine arts. Um, and by the time that I realized that I wanted to take my career as an artist more seriously, I already had a career as a therapist as well. And it's something that I particularly love doing, and I didn't want to give up. 
that brings me to the topic of why there are a lot of different reasons that people might keep a day job. Um, for me, that reason had a lot to do with the investment that I put into being a therapist, the fact that I really enjoyed being a therapist, um, and the fact that my wife and I had young children. It was particularly important to have a certain sense of stability in our life, at least in this phase right now. This is not in any way to dissuade people from taking, quote unquote, the leap. I know that Preston has talked a lot about taking the leap of faith and going out there and taking, taking a crack at being a full-time artist. And I think there's a lot of value in that. I'm just sharing another perspective because for me, I've, I've been on my own journey to find myself in as an artist and to allow myself to have a multiplicity of identities, so to speak, in the sense that I'm both a therapist and an artist. I love doing both and that um, I don't want to give up either. And there's a balance that comes with it. Day jobs have a lot of value, or at least they can. I mean, I know Preston hated his day job, and I'm glad that he doesn't do it anymore. Um, but for me, I find that the balance of being in the office talking with clients versus being in my studio alone by myself is a really nice balance for my extroverted and my introverted side, because we all have a little bit of both. Also, being a therapist serves as a big source of inspiration for me, because I learn a lot about people's lives, and I gather information that I end up using in the studio, knowingly or unknowingly. And then lastly... Um, being a therapist provides a certain degree of financial security for me and helps me to feel a sense of freedom when I'm creating art. So I really enjoy that aspect of it as well. And again, this is just my story. Everybody has their own story. But I wanted to provide the perspective for any artists out there who are struggling with their identity around this and might be feeling like they're quote unquote less than because they have to keep a day job or they're choosing to keep a day job. In other words, art matters, keep creating, and don't get psyched out. What you're doing is important. I appreciate it. There are people out there who appreciate it. And I'm sure I'm not the only one that's felt this way. So again, thanks for having me on. Thank you to Preston. Thank you to the podcast. Thank you to you listeners. Um, if you liked what you heard and you want to find me, I'm on Instagram at Ariel Cohen underscore art. Or you can go to my website, which is www.arielcohenart.com. Thanks very much. Have a good one. That's what I've been saying all these years. Get a damn job, you hippie. And while you're at it, get a haircut and get off my lawn. Uh, <laughs> okay. Don't know where that came from. Uh, thank you, Ariel. Yes, that was wonderful. Ariel Cohen is a great artist and a friend of mine up here in the Valley in Los Angeles. And we have been talking a bit and visiting studios and stuff like that together. And he reached out recently and said, hey, have you thought about doing a podcast episode about artists with day jobs? And I said, well, you know, I've talked about it and um, I, I don't ever really advocate people just jumping out of their day job and going into the art world because it's very difficult. I've always talked about doing it in a very calculated way, making sure you can do it, testing it, making sure you have money saved up. But um, I've never really you know, devoted an entire episode to the subject. So I thought, hey, why don't we get Ariel's take on this? Why don't we get it directly from the horse's mouth? And I think Ariel did a great job articulating that. And it's a great point. Thank you so much for providing us with your perspective, Ariel. Not everybody wants to quit their job to be a full-time artist. Not everybody can quit their job and be a full-time artist. And in Ariel's case, they can be symbiotic and have a great relationship that feeds into each other. So I think that's a, you know, a good perspective to have. I've talked to other artist friends and I've asked them, have you ever considered being a full-time artist? And some were like, no, you know, I, I really don't want to live in uncertainty and feel like, you know, I don't know where my next 
uh, sales coming from or where if I'm going to be able to pay the rent or if I've got kids, I need to make sure that they are taken care of. And that's completely understandable. And sometimes you have to sacrifice things to be a full-time artist or postpone things or put things off or, you know, just give up certain outings or vacations or, you know, going out and spending time with friends. Sometimes it's a full-time job. It really takes up a lot of your time. So it's understandable. And I know there are a lot of artists who can do that and juggle that. And I plan on doing that and juggling that as well as like I do now and down the road as my wife and I expand. But, you know, it is difficult. It presents another challenge. So it makes sense. And then there are other artists who are just like, I don't want to be a full-time artist because I feel like it'll take the joy out of creation. And I completely understand that. For me, I've been able to balance it out. It's something that I really enjoy doing. I've had to learn new skills and put on entrepreneurial hats and business hats. And that can take the fun out of being an artist. But if you learn to enjoy that part of it as well and learn to enjoy taking charge of your career and being your own boss, it can be really rewarding. But I do want to give the caveat that in some cases it can take some of the joy out of it. It's like when I played basketball, you know, I played basketball and it was like my thing. And for a while it was just me, you know, pushing myself to be better and better. And then once, you know, other people started to get involved and started to be like, oh, you know, pushing in certain ways, it took some of the joy out of playing basketball for me. And it can do that with art. So you have to be aware of that going into it. And you have to always be able to you know, rediscover the joy of being in the studio and creating your art and not, you know, catering it towards the gallery or towards the audience, you know, and and keeping it true to yourself. And I think that's the way you maintain that balance of, first of all, learning to enjoy being a business person, learning to enjoy being an entrepreneur and doing the administrative work, and also having that really healthy balance of creating and creating for yourself like you did maybe when you had the day job. But I digress. So we're saying there's a lot of reasons why people would want to not take the leap and not be a full-time artist. I completely understand it. And I think it's valid. And it brings me to another point that I was thinking about when I was listening to Ariel's audio, which is great. And I think it's something that I think artists really struggle with in general. And it is this feeling of imposter syndrome. And I don't mean like, oh, the people who keep their day jobs struggle with, you know, imposter syndrome. The people who quit their day jobs struggle with imposter syndrome too. People on social media struggle with that. To quote Ariel, we always struggle with this feeling of feeling less than and or the grass is always greener or, you know, we have FOMO or whatever. Like we're not as good or we're not as far along in our career or we're not doing our career properly like so-and-so is. That's something that we all have to really struggle with. And You know, more than anything else from this episode, I really wanted to highlight and underscore the fact that I think it's important for us all to feel secure in what we are doing and have self-love and cultivate self-love and know that wherever you're at in your career, if you're just starting, if you are, you know, struggling with a day job that you hate and you want to be a full-time artist, or you have a, you know, a day job that you love like Ariel and you want to do art you know, on the side, or you want to kind of have a symbiotic relationship, like I said, with your art and your day job, that's great. I think the main thing is just to embrace that and to not get fooled by what you are seeing and bombarded with on social media or what you're reading in books or what you're seeing in movies or documentaries. Everything that you hear is one path. It is not the path. So I want to say that again. It is one path. It is not the path. So I think we all can take that away from this episode and really take it to heart and go, yeah, you know, I am enough. What I'm doing is enough. Even if you have goals and you want to eventually quit your day job or you're just, you know, 
juggling the day job and your art and you love it and you are struggling with how other people are perceiving you, I think the main thing is to understand that we all have value. Our art has value. I say it at the end of the podcast, and I really mean that. We all have value. Our art has value. Our expression has value. No matter what stage you're in, no matter what your job or family or whatever situation is, you have value. Your art has value. And the main thing to consider when you're doing this and when you're looking at this is how can you use your situation to further your art and to further your expression and to deepen your expression as an artist? With Ariel, he uses his practice to deepen his artistic expression. And for me, I have always used my struggle with the day job or some of my past problems um, or childhood problems, traumas or whatever. I've always used that as a way to enhance my art and to feed into my art. And I've used the struggles of being a full-time artist and those fears and anxieties. And I've fed those into my art as well to enhance my art. So I think that's an important point to take away too is that whatever you're going through, whatever stage you are, if you're honest with that stage, if you're honest with that in your expression as an artist, I think that is where the power lies. Because Ariel's right, and I'm right when I say this, there are other people out there who will this will resonate with. Your path or your life struggles or your form of expression will resonate with a pretty hefty handful of people out there. I mean, there's a lot of people in the world. And I've always thought the more honest you can be with your experience, the more honest you can be with your feelings and your emotions, the more it will actually resonate with people because people can feel that authenticity. So this is just a reminder. And I want to thank Ariel for you know, having a, an episode about this because I think it's important. It's just a reminder to embrace what you do and to be authentic with whatever you're doing and to explore and cultivate self-love in whatever you're doing and just know that wherever you're coming from, it matters, it's important. And as long as you're being authentic with it, other people will find some value in what you do as well. So whether you are an art weekend warrior or an art career juggler or a full-time artist, or you are an aspiring full-time artist who's about ready to take the leap. For those about to rock, I salute you. Thanks for listening to the podcast, everybody. Thanks again to Ariel Cohen. Check out his work. And we will see you on the next episode. All right, I'm out of here. This has been the Living Artist Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I just want you to know that I appreciate you being here, and I'm grateful to be in your ears. Your art and creative life on this planet is meaningful, so thank you for sharing it with me. If you like this podcast, whatever platform you're listening to it on, please subscribe and share it with your friends. You can also leave me a positive review to show your support. This helps me to reach more people with the algorithmic magic and keep the show going strong. If you want to see more of what I do and check out the art that I create, you can visit my website at www.pmsartwork.com or follow me on social media everywhere at PMS Artwork. That's it for now. See you back here next time.